Welcome back, everybody. Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back. <laughs> Welcome back to Speaking Arrangements with your host, Rebecca Johnson. On this week's episode, we're going to be talking about what is love and what does love got to do with it? Okay, so stay tuned. Thank you guys so much for tuning in again. For all my lovers out there, happy Valentine's Day. For all my single people like me, happy Valentine's Day too. Go out tomorrow and get some chocolate. It's going to be on sale because you know you can't buy the chocolate before Valentine's Day because that stuff is like $10. And by $10 for, for, for chocolate? Nah, I'm good. So tomorrow, hit up the candy store, get some chocolate for $10 and enjoy yourself, okay? Don't put no pressure on yourself. Valentine's Day to me is just another day. When I get in a serious relationship, it definitely will not be. You better come correct, okay? And in that order. I just want to thank you guys again for joining me. Y'all don't mind me, okay? I have a really, really quick story time for you guys, okay? Because I told you guys that I'll be doing like quick story times. So... I have a younger sister. Her name is Priscilla. She's like 26 and I'm 32. And like, she's super like secretive. Me and my cousin Deborah always like, you mad secretive girl. Like you don't tell us who you're talking to or anything like that. So I used, I used to always go through her phone. I like, try to figure out, this is when she was younger, try to figure out who she's talking to and stuff like that. Well, so I've been telling her that, you know, I haven't been talking to a certain someone because I wasn't talking to that person. And then we started talking again. And then I just kept going on with the lie, like literally kept lying. I was like, hey, I don't talk to him. But we're like, we're so on and off, like whatever. So and this is not anybody that I'm dating or anything like that. It's just whatever. I just didn't tell her the truth. So I've been lying to her face, like straight up lying to her face. And today she's like, girl, I got something to tell you. And I'm like, what's up? And she's like, well, you know, I know you've been talking to so-and-so. I just, you know, I went through your phone and, you know, I just had to let you know I felt like a liar. Like I just had to let you know that I knew you were lying to my face every day. But, you know, it's all good. It's all good. I'm just saying. I felt <laughs> I felt so ashamed. The funny thing is I knew that she knew, but we just didn't really speak about it. And it was just, I was like, girl, listen. Thank you for, thank you for letting the cat out the bag. I feel a lot better. Okay. And you were right. Stop going to my, stop going to my phone. Stop, stop looking through my stuff. But anyways, that's my little story time. Okay. (laughs) And I will have more story times for you guys next time. So let's dive right into it. What is love? Oh my goodness. Okay. So we're going to talk about my experiences, of course, because it's my podcast, you know, I'm the host. So we're going to always talk about my experiences and we'll bring it back. But of course, if you guys have any questions, please email me. I'll leave my emails in my, all my Instagram, like, you know, my Instagram and social media handles. You guys can reach out to me. If you guys have any questions that you guys want me to answer, I can go ahead and do that for you too. But we're going to be talking about love today because I think that love is just one of those things that have been like so misused, mis- like, you know, manipulated, and just misunderstood, you know what I mean? I know for myself, growing up, I was just, I didn't know what love was, child. I just, I, I didn't, I didn't see it in my household. It wasn't anything that I was privy to. So I definitely, definitely didn't really know what that was, you know? And, and growing up as a child, I'm not saying that my parents didn't love me. They did love me. You know, my mom worked many jobs to put food on the table for me and my brothers and sisters. And she really did care about us. But my mom's from Africa, you know? super cultured they don't really know how to tell their kids they love them even though they do so I just want you know I want that to be very very clear my mom's still in my life she's a great lady love her to death of course shout out to Jaji it's my mom Dukes 
So I feel like there's many false ideas when it comes to love. I feel like we see what's on TV. We see what's on Instagram. We see what's in Hollywood in these movies and shows. And we think that must be love. So we aspire for that. That's what, that's what we want. You know, the white house, the picket fence and the beautiful family. And they just love each other. And we, you know, every time you get together with your girlfriends, you just be sitting there talking about child. Did you see Tyrone and, and Shaniqua? They just, they just love each other. Child I, I, goals. Everything is goals. Sierra, Sierra, how many times and how long are we going to be asking Sierra for the prayer that she prayed to Jesus to get Russell Williams? Listen, I ain't asking no questions, okay? I just go to God. And I'm like, listen, God, send me whoever it is that you want me to be with, okay? Because, yeah, I can't be wishing for some what somebody else has. Or I understand, like, you should inspire. If you think that's the relationship that you want, then go ahead. But for me, like, I was never really looking for that prayer because everybody knows I ain't really checking for Russell Williams like that. <laughs> That's just me being honest, but back to love and, you know, for me, like I told you guys, I'm a woman of faith. I'm a Christian. So, you know, I told you that my faith would come out in some of these podcasts and today's one of those days. I'm definitely going to be talking about worldly love versus biblical love because that's the only way I know how to break it down to y'all. All right. And that was my experience. So let's just start with what I thought was love. You know, I was in a relationship for a really, really long time and I just thought this, you know, I was so in love with this guy. You know, I, I just, I couldn't shake it. I couldn't eat. I couldn't sleep. I was just like crazy about this guy. And I'm like, this got to be love. And, you know, I, I remember I always talked to him like, I love you. You don't see that I love you. Like, why are you treating me like this? You know, I just didn't get it. And like, it was heartache. It was pain, depression, anxiety, everything, child. I lost weight. Like, if you know me now, I'm like, uh, what? I wear, I wear size like 10 in jeans. I was a double zero. Okay. A double zero. And here I was walking around like, yeah, that's love. This got to be love. But little did I know that it was not love. You know what I mean? It wasn't love at all. It was obsession. You know what I mean? When you don't have love inside of you, when you don't love yourself, when you don't know the love of God, you don't have nothing to give. You know, so all I was giving him was this crazy, obsessed young girl that was confused, you know, and to be really honest, when you think about it, I was manipulating him because I was like, hey, listen, you got to love me. You know what I mean? Because I love you. You don't see me being good to you. You don't see me being faithful to you. And it's kind of manipulation, like society's, you know, example of love society's like definition of love really it's self-centered when you really get to the root of it it is self-centered because basically what we do is we go out on this you know we go out on this tangent where we want to find somebody that makes us feel good that makes us um feel worthy that makes us you know want we want that person to complete that gap that hole that we have inside of our hearts we want that person to come into our lives and make us feel whole when you know that puts so much pressure on your friend on your parents on your spouse it's it's not fair. It's self-centered. Why should they make us feel all those things? I think it's our job to, you know, make sure that we feel that way before we get with someone. We feel that way be- before we can be a friend, before we can be a child to a parent. You know what I mean? And I didn't know that for the longest time. So if you're listening and you don't know that, I just hope that and I pray that you know what you listen to this podcast and it kind of gives you a little bit of an understanding. 
of you know what love truly is love is a sacrifice love is sacrificial that's one thing that i know when jesus died on a cross for us he shed his blood so that we can be so that we can live so that we don't have to go through you know those things it's just the devil that manipulates it and you know turns it around and we get confused along the path but really that's what god's love was it was sacrificial he gave something so important to himself so that we can be set free, so that we can be free. So I just want to double back and give you guys a little bit of a backstory of um, of what I've been through. So, you know, I, I, I thought I fell in love when I was about 19. You know, I lost my virginity to this guy and it was just turmoil, like just absolute turmoil because he was young, I was young and we both did not know what love is. I'm talking about romantic love right now, but we'll get to the other parts. And you know, he did a lot of things. He did a lot of things to me. I mean, you know, breakups, abuse, you know, physical, mental, cheating. I've been through it all. And I didn't have the strength to leave because I did not know the love that God had for me. You know what I mean? That foundation was not there. It was not there. So I just kept going back to what I know. And another thing too is when we're in a place of pain, when we're in a place of hurt, we get used to that pain and hurt. We don't we don't want no one to touch our pain and hurt. We're used to it. It becomes crutches. We become victims. Like before when people are like, oh, you're just acting like a victim. It was such a trigger for me because it was real. It was absolutely real. I wanted to be in my pain. You know what I mean? I wanted to live in it. So, you know, for a long time, we just kept going back and forth and back and forth. And I felt like I could never shake it. I was praying to God. I was crying out to him like, God, please cut. I thought, you know, I was like soul ties, just everything. But really, just a couple of years ago, when I started to take my walk with Christ really seriously, is when I got privy to the love of God and how it affects us and how we need it. And how we absolutely need it. It, When I really opened my eyes and started reading the word and having a real relationship with Christ, that's when I knew like, hey, you know what? I, I start feeling like myself again. You know, things were falling into place. I didn't have to be who I wasn't called to be. I could just be Rebecca. And that's because I had truly opened my eyes and accepted the love of Christ. And I know a lot of you guys are out there like, girl, we didn't ask you to come and preach to us today. And really, people are kind of like deceived because, you know, sometimes people think like the love of the world and society, you know, what society calls love and biblical love is kind of, you know, it kind of resembles but not really because in order to truly love somebody you cannot expect like the only reason why you love them is because they're making you feel this way or they're making you feel really good you know they complete you but do you notice that a lot of like marriages are ending because people don't want to do the work because the minute that those butterflies and those feelings go away then all of a sudden, I don't love you no more. You know how many times I've read articles and watched on you know, TV shows when people are like, you know, I just woke up and I didn't love you anymore. It just wasn't the same anymore. Because we, we base everything off our feelings. Everything is tied to our emotions. We cannot let our emotions dominate us. We, we can't. We cannot. And, you know, I think a lot of times that's, that's lost in translation because... Even with me, you know, at the starting with me, my ex-boyfriend, everything was good and he was making me feel great and it was awesome. But the minute that he didn't make me feel good, the minute that he did something, the minute that he, you know, I found that he was cheating on me or whatever, I no longer 
it was no longer like, I love you. I love you. Like, you know what I mean? It became an obsession. That's all it was. That's why I would say it's self-centered. It's something that the devil uses to trap us mentally, physically, and emotionally. I had to get out of that bondage. I had to realize that love was not about myself. You know what I mean? And if we want to dive deep a little bit into self-love, you know, because romantic love is the same as self-love. It really is. Being, giving love, walking in love is sacrificial. You have to, the more, even if you're not confident, let's just say you don't love yourself. You're in a place where everything is dark, everything looks bleak, and you know, you just don't feel good about yourself. Start helping other people. Just help other people. Help other people. Like, you know, ask people how you can help them, how you can assist them in life. You know what I mean? How can you be a better daughter, a better son? How can you be a better friend? How can you be a better spouse to somebody else? And you will find that that, that, that confidence will start to build. It really will start to build. I had no confidence at all whatsoever. I'm 32 now, and I just started really wanting to do the work at 30. Because I was like, I don't want to do the work. It's too hard. I'd rather be in my pain. But I really... You know, when I when I took my walk with Christ serious is when I was like, no, you know, I deserve to live an amazing life. I'm a child of God. I'm a woman of God and I deserve love, too. But I had to give it. I had to really understand what it was and what love is. Like I said, guys, it's sacrificial. It's not just like, you know, gumdrops and lollipops. And how do you make me feel? No, it's how you can assist in somebody else's life. It's how you can love somebody else because we need to stop watching these Hollywood movies when, you know, like hitched and stuff like that. Because to be honest, that is not what love is. Let's be very, very, very clear. And I just want everybody to understand. And like I said, I'm going back to my faith because that's, those are my values and that is what I believe in. Like the world, like, you know, the world will tell us that you found love when you find someone that makes you feel special and makes your day brighter and meets all your needs. Okay. And you realize how special you are with this person, but the word about the world's idea of love is completely self-centered. Like I said, now the Bible does tell us that love is revealed in Jesus Christ because it really is revealed in Jesus Christ because he died for us. He sent his son for us. There's nothing that we could ever do to repay him for doing that for us. So I just hope that that builds a fa- foundation for you. If you are a faith person and you are listening now, if you aren't Eve, like, you know, a lot of these self-help books, a lot of these books that write about love and you know, it's the same thing. It's a biblical principle. They just take God out of it. So, I mean, if that's where you're at, I hope that you can relate with that too. Like a lot of times, like, you know, when you're in a a friendship, when you're in a relationship with like, you know, your child, you have a a relationship with your mother and your father or a romantic relationship. When it, when the relationship starts to break down, when it starts to dissolve, we label the pain as communication issues, you know, differing agendas, conflict of goals. And those are just merely symptoms, okay? They're just merely symptoms of a greater issue, guys, okay? Because all we're pretty much saying, you know, we're masking it as, oh, we don't communicate no more. We don't vibe no more. You know, you're not the same woman. You're not the same man anymore. But really, it was never there to begin with. It was all give me, give me, give me, give me so I can feel good. And when you can't live up to that anymore, I want to run for the door. And like, how? How can we ever say that that's love? Love is and love will always be 
okay? When you are willing to help someone, give to someone, add value to somebody's life, okay? I can only tell you guys what I did. When I started to, I can even use my sister, me and my sister's relationship as an example. For a long time, I just, you know, our relationship was deteriorating because on both sides, you know, I wasn't living up to be the big sister that she expected me to be. And she was, you know, I felt like she was super judgmental and she wasn't caught, you know, cutting me any slack when I was like, I'm out here trying, you know what I mean? But when we really seeked to understand each other and sat down and have a, had a conversation like, hey, what's going on? Why do we feel this way? Why are we fighting every single day? I know I love you. I know you love me. We had to really seek to understand. We really, really had to seek to understand. And when we became selfless, when we wanted to help each other out more and seek to understand each other, now our relationship is thriving. Now we can, you know, that story I told you, now she can turn around and be like, hey, listen, my sis, I ain't judging you or nothing like that, but I peeped that and I still love you. And it's, and, you know, I wish I can show you guys a text message, but she's like, I still love you. I'm not judging you. Like, you know, girl, do your thing. You know what I mean? Like, I'm here for you. And that's what true love is. Now I'm seeing her for who she really is. She's seeing me for who I really am. She's not putting the pressure on me to, you know, live up to this person that she wanted me to be. And I'm not putting pressure on her. It has to be a free path. It really has to be a free path. Like, you know, true love is fueled by God's supernatural love. It really is. And I just hope that everyone finds it. And I really do because it's so important. It's so important to living your best life. And of course, on speaking arrangements, we're rearranging things in our lives so we can be our best selves in 2020. You know, for a long time, me and my mom had a really bad relationship. And, um, you know, a lot of things were said. Um, You know, I hurt her. She hurt me. And I thought, you know, she didn't love me. You know, even though I had seen her for years work so hard to keep the lights on um, as a single mother with four children, I just came to a place where I'm like, well, you don't love me, you know. But I had seen her be abused, you know. I seen her go through hell. And she just did not have it in her to give. But because I was so selfish and she wasn't fueling my ego and fueling you know, my feelings, I thought she hated me. I never really thought to myself like, hey, this lady's been through a lot. She might not give it, you know, she might not have it to give, but I'm still going to be a good child to her. I'm not going to disrespect her. I'm going to try to speak life into her. I'm going to try to seek to understand her. Even in hard times, I'm still going to do that because she is still my mother. She never gave up on me. She could have left us, but she never did. She gave love the way she knew. And when I started to, when I started, you know, when I started to really understand that and mature in that, me and my mom's relationship is getting better now. Even, you know, me and my father, we never had a relationship ever. Like if you said my father's name, his name's Peter, my earthly father. If you said his name, I would like lose my mind. I would cry because I blamed him for everything that I went through. You know, all the heartache that I went through with men. I was like, it's you. You resemble my daddy. It's all your fault, dad. You done did this to me. Because I was in my pain and I used him as a trigger. But really when I thought about it, guys, those are choices that I made. Yes, he messed up. Yes, he might have not been the best father in my life, but he messed up and I had to look in the mirror and be like, hey, listen, you're good enough. You're worthy. 
But this pain, this trauma, you got to let it go. And you cannot blame someone for the mistakes and choices that you've made. I think that's where self-love really starts. Like really admitting you know, to what you've done and, you know, admitting that, Hey, I've let people disrespect me. I've let people manipulate me. I've let people treat me bad and abuse me, but no more, no more, because I know what I'm worth to Christ. I know what, I know how God sees me. It's so liberating when you finally get to the place when you're just like, I know who God has called me to be. I know the assignment that he's called me on. And it's just so fulfilling. You know, it really is. And now me and my father's relationship is getting better and better and better. Because I'm praying about it. And I'm seeking to understand him. And, you know, kind of talking to him and asking him, like, how did you grow up? Was your dad in your life? You know what I mean? Was your dad in your life? Did, you know, what did you go through? What are your experiences? And I think that is what will will get you through you know I speak to my married friends and I always tell them like you know I have a friend that's been married for like 30 plus years she's an older woman and I always tell you know she and I always tell her like how do you do it and she's like those butterflies will eventually go away but I know that that man is my best friend through the rain through the darkness I choose to continue to love him she's like it's my duty to love him to seek to understand because the person you marry 30, you know, 10 years ago is not going to be the same person that you wake up to 10 years later. People change. We all change and we have to give each other room to grow. We have to, because if we do not give each other room to grow and room to flourish and become who God has called us to be, you know, I just think that's so selfish. I think that's so selfish. I really, if you guys don't take anything away from this podcast today, what I really want you guys to take away is that One, stop looking at other people and thinking goals, goals, goals. This is what I want my love life to look like. Start with yourself. Look deep inside. Touch your triggers. Touch that trauma. You know, take care of that baggage. If you really truly care about yourself, you need to take care of that baggage. And for anybody that's listening, if you don't know Christ, get to know Christ. He is the the ultimate lover. He is love. He will show you who you are and he will liberate you and you will have a foundation. Okay. You will have a foundation to stand on no matter what anybody says. If any, no matter what, when, if somebody leaves, if you lose friendships, if your mom and dad forsake you, God will always be with you. And it just gives you, it just gives you this confidence. Like, you know what I mean? Like y'all can't touch me. Jesus loved me. Okay. Like if anybody tries to disrespect me these days, I'm like, listen, it is what it is. Take it up with Jesus, okay? Don't take it up with me. Take it up with God. <laughs> I, I don't know what to say to you, you know? And it's so amazing because God will send people in your life that are going to love you, that are going to help you along the way. I mean, God sent my spiritual parents. I can't thank them enough. Pastor Emmanuel and Pastor Ibukum. And listen, I can't tell you guys how much I, how much times I disrespected my mom and dad, you know, my spiritual parents. And they just loved me unconditionally. They never gave up on me. And one day I just clued in. I clued in because I was really scared. I had abandonment issues. I'm like, you know, my daddy left. You gonna let me leave me too? You know, the men I used to talk to, they go, you know, they left. They couldn't stand me, you know, because I thought it was me, me, me. But they stayed. They walked me through. They, you know, they spoke life into me. They prayed for me. They were there for me. You know, God sent them. And that's what God does. He will send you love through other people. And then he will start to change your mind and change your heart so you can love other people. Okay? So, 
I hope I know I know I went on a little tangent here. I wanted to I wanted it to be short and sweet, but I really really want to talk about those things. If anyone's listening and you're in a dark place and you just are like, you know what? I don't love myself and I don't have no love inside of me to give. You know, you come from a broken family or you just had a hard, you know, upbringing or a hard past. I want you to know that God loves you. He will always love you. And if you're, you know, if you're looking to, if you're looking to know who he is, his door is always open. And if you're not there yet, that's okay. God still loves you. Okay. God will still be with you. Look inside, look inside, look inside. And, you know, just start to deal with the pain and the trauma. Start to deal with that and everything else will align. And I, and I really hope that you guys, I hope this helps somebody, even if it helps one person, because we can't continue to just, you know, think that love is a small thing. It's not. It's work. Even, you know, I have a great handful of girlfriends that I'm, I'm really close with. And we argue, we fight, and we bicker. Shout out to Deborah, Priscilla, Mona, Lola. Those are my girls. They know we go at it. You know how much times, like, you know, we've said things to each other that we don't mean. But I know the love is there. Because these are relationships that I have not walked away from. And, I'm, you know, for me, I was like, I'm done. I'm done. But I know because we're trying. We're trying to really seek to understand each other. Get those type of people around you. Get people that truly, generally care about you. You know what I mean? And that will help you too. That will definitely open your eyes too. And, you know, if you're going through anything and you need somebody to talk to, please email me. Like, I'm here. I can give you more background on what I've been through. This is just a little bit. I hope that everybody has an amazing Valentine's Day. I hope that helps you guys. I really, really do. Um, Thanks for keeping up with me because I know I talked about a lot. Um, Take what you can from it. And, you know, let's just grow. Let's be our best selves in 2020. Let's deal with our trauma. Let's deal with our hurt. Let's want to be better for our, our parents, for our family, for our friends, for our spouses. And if you're single for yourself, you got to deal with yourself first. Okay. To all the ladies out there, to all the single ladies out there and all the single men, we got to look inside first so that we can deal with that and be the best that we can be for other people. So until next time, guys, continue to rearrange things in your life. I can't wait to speak to you guys next week on episode three. Until then, guys, bye.